Episode 76, The Worst Takes It All. Join us at the table where we talk board games to miniatures and everything in between. The Games We Play with Brian and Chris. And welcome back to The Games We Play, a podcast about board games, tabletops, RPGs, miniatures, but always about the games we play. I'm your host, Brian, and co-founder of The Games We Play, and with me this week is their other co-founder, Chris. Howdy. And welcome back. Hey, it was nice to see you, Chris. Yeah, you too. Well, I mean, I say see because we're we're, (laughs) We're we're doing this remotely. (laughs) This is episode 76 of The Games We Play. We thank you for listening and joining us. Uh, If you're a first-time listener, we do appreciate you listening. We are right now during the pandemic, so we are recording this remotely. So a little different format, but we try our best. We just like to talk about the games we've been playing and things we want to play and buy and... We have some Kickstarter stuff to probably talk about, and yeah, so it'll be a fun episode. So I got some games, and Chris is going to talk about some games. But before we get there, Chris, uh, it's been a couple weeks since we talked, uh, so how are things going in your world? Really well. uh, Busy at work. Got a lot of stuff going on there. Um, Finishing up uh, middle school football coaching. Um, The boys are uh, doing that, so... Transitioning from football here in the next month, uh, we'll be heading into the wrestling season. I should oh, okay. be, yeah, I should be finding out from the state um, athletic association, high school athletic association, to find out what guidelines we have that yeah, we have was, to follow. I was, I was wondering how <laughs> yeah. that's going to come out or work out. There is no social distancing <laughs> in wrestling. No, no, it's hard to do that a little. Uh, a bit. lot more than football. So yeah, so uh, the state's supposed to be posting out stuff. So when the day this dropped, I should be getting emails from the state saying what we can do and what we can't do, or guidelines or suggestions or whatever, whatever they're going to say we'll find out so then we'll have to uh um, work on and set and plan all i know is we're gonna have wrestling in iowa high school wrestling so oh okay so there there isn't a chance that you're not gonna have it yeah that is correct you uh they've said i've talked with uh the the basically the director for the iowa high school and he's pushed out saying that we are having wrestling we're starting november 16th for practice november 28th Yes, November 28th for our first competitions, and we're cool. doing everything on schedule, even um, scheduling the state tournament. But as the season goes, that's always subject <laughs> subject to change. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> they're trying. I mean, it's, it's one of the things that Iowa uh, had uh, baseball and softball high school baseball and softball um and they were one of very few states to do that and uh with the mitigation efforts that they put into there and how things changed they were uh, able to progress into volleyball and football in the fall cross country and really didn't have really any issues with that there's always minor ones and here's but uh overall as an organization they didn't so they've continue on with those uh, efforts they've put into there and Mm -hmm. are wanting to have winter sports seasons with basketball and wrestling so right. uh we're we're heading that way so right. yeah so we'll i should f- yeah, find out with that so we're planning Hopefully on it adds a, at least a sense of normalcy a little bit well you know? and that's the thing that's very hard because well here in iowa wrestling is a big thing um yep it's 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 very popular and uh people like their wrestling um don't get me it's wrong true. basketball is huge too as well but uh compared to other states wrestling is one of the uh, core states iowa is one of the core states for wrestling and um they they People get cranky. I, I was talking to the athletic director and stuff. It is, people are going to get cranky if they don't have their wrestling. So, <laughs> so yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna try. We're gonna see. We're gonna try. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah. And so doing that, and I was able actually to pick up the last of the 
um, uh, Billy uh, bookcases um, to fill oh, the, from, the game from library. Ikea? Ikea, yeah. So, nice. oh my gosh, you want to hear a story. So I've been following them and the, Ikea is just, oh my gosh, since they opened their doors for um, um, to sale through the, the COVID issue, uh, yep. their stock is either A, still on a boat um, from overseas, uh, <laughs> B, once they get into the store, it's gone quickly. So yep. I've been trying to find, they have uh, an online tool where you can see inventory of what store you are. And so the Merriam, uh, Kansas store, I've been following that and they, they got some uh, more of the the Billy bookcases that I needed um, in this last week. So I'm like, okay, when can I do it? When can I do it? So I, I planned with work and um, Jamie and my, actually my brother, Rob, Dr. Rob, he road tripped with me. He shotgunned and um, went down and picked them up. So, so the day before is when um, I, I went to go purchase them and things like this because you can purchase mm-hmm. them, but then it tells you you got to pick it up the next day. You got 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So um, it went below a certain number of stock um, that so it wouldn't let you buy the items I wanted because, uh, yeah, so but so the night before, so they were open till 9 p.m. Central. So I called and the they're like, hey, yeah, um, I'm like, hey, this is what I'm working for. It shows one still in stock. And the they're like, yeah, we have it. So so Rob and I get up at the crack of dawn on this last Thursday and drive three and a half hours down to Kansas City to oh get my. this with with the the um. Uh, yeah, with with knowing that, oh, hey, this is the last one. This is the last one, of course. So what happens? And I, I got online uh, at five o'clock oh, in the morning no. when I saw, uh, got up and they didn't open till 10. So I'm like, okay, uh, we've got plenty of time. It's still showing one in stock. I talked to the, the customer service the night before. They, they they told me, I'm doing air quotes. They told me that it uh, still had one in stock. So we get there and this is the 32 inch wide bookcase. And uh um, I couldn't find it on the display. So I went to this lady and asked nicely and, and this, and she, she verified it showed one in stock. And, and, <laughs> and, she, and I said, well, this is what I did. And she's like, well, I wouldn't have drove down uh, with, uh, for showing just one in stock, <laughs> but I'm like, Gosh. okay, wait a minute, lady. Okay. Can I talk to the supervisor? So the supervisor explained, he's apologized. Probably what happened is a customer service just looked online and saw there was one in stock versus going to the spot and having somebody physically verify that there's still one on the shelf. So anyway, so anyway, the, the guy was really nice and helped me tremendously. And we worked out. He gave me two of the 16 inch ones, um, which basically you put them next together and they make the 32 inch. He gave me oh, those okay. for the price of, of one of the 72. Oh. Uh, so the 16, uh, the 16 inches are $69. The 32 inch are $79. <laughs> so it's only oh. 10 more to have twice the size. Hey, not so, bad. Yeah, no. So he gave me two of those. So I, I was able to finish it and um, got them, got them back. So Jamie and I are uh, uh, tomorrow, uh, Sunday morning after church, um, we are going to put up the last of these bookcases. And so then the game library uh, shelving and organization organi- organizers will be up and complete. So um, is that then when the purge yes, happens? Yes, that's when no, the organization and everything is going on. So um, I'll have those up by the time this launches the uh, uh, this podcast launches the the final shelves and storing units will be in the game library, and I'll be uh, working this week on organizing. And, um, I'll send some pictures for you, um, things like that. Um, so I, and so any, Hey, any, uh, guests out there and listeners, um, if you have organization tips, uh, let me know. Cause one of the things I was 
trying to figure out is okay you know on the the calyx uh there's the 12 inch by 12 inch um the shell cubes. yep the yep. cubes so i'm like okay do i want to have like a let's see a lord of the rings section where a couple cubes or whatever where all my lord of the rings games go there um do i want to have like a uh horror type section where all the horror type theme um and then group them that way or how do people do it like a to z um or do they do it by yeah i know that's i'm trying to figure out what is the optimal uh, i gotta group them by games i like and like my favorites are kind of together and then after that i kind of put all the casual type gateway type games together and then i'll put some of the ones i haven't played together so the way they're all together yeah that at least that's how i do and then i have all my small games together like your, your little card yep you know, I'm talking, think Star Realm type size yep. boxes, you know, yeah. uh, no thanks, that kind of stuff. And that's some of the reasons why I bought the Billy bookcases is for the RPG books, but also those work really well for stacking and organizing, like you said, those small box games, the card type games. Yeah, because in like the that. cubes, they get lost. Yeah. And they get shoved uh, And by the lost, yep. I mean, yeah, you can't see. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I that's a peeve of mine because if you stack them deep, like two or three deep, you don't see those middle or, or back games. Uh, and you have and, to pull them out. Yeah, you have to, to pull them, them out and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I agree. That's so my my medium and big box games are all on the Calyx. And then my small box games, like uh, the old Fantasy Flight Silver Line games, those yep. uh, small Citadels rectangle boxes, like Citadels, yeah, yeah those um, uh, Cold Wars, uh, CIA versus KGB, those type of boxes. Um, I have on the Billy bookcases and, and I have one whole bookcase full of RPGs and one of these small box. So that's what I'm trying to think is the best. Like you said, uh, I'm going to try to maybe organize uh, with two player games, have some two players here. Maybe, like I said, a themed Star Wars, any Star Wars game, have them that that kind of bit like because I know, well, <laughs> the, the the type of themes I, I tend to play is high fantasy, uh, sci fi sure. uh, with with specific um, IPs of Star Wars and um Lord of the Rings and that kind of stuff. So, like you said, the games how you, the games you play a lot. I'm trying to figure yeah. out a good organization for that. So, if anybody has any thoughts or what they do, shoot shoot us up. Give us uh, give us some email um, post on the BGG uh, Guild or anything like that. So, or if um, you really want to get nerdy, you could just do by BGG raking. Yeah, <laughs> then you would have to be like shuffling it around and constantly. every month rearrange it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so no that's what i'm gonna do and i'm gonna get them organized and like that and then get them on the bgg so that's the next step so i got uh most of them out of the boxes i still gotta get a few boxes now i got these other shelves um up uh, to put up once they're up we'll get all those rpgs and small box and everything in there so it's it's coming together i love it it's really it's it's it is such a neat feeling every time i flip on the light open the door and walk in and, and there's just, all your games. Oh my games. I know. I they're love out. it. They're not hidden anywhere. They're not under a box. They're not all this kind of stuff. They're out. I mean, they're hidden under yes. the stairs. But yes. Uh, well, no. I. I mean, <laughs> I don't have to dig through a sterilite crate or anything <laughs> like that. You know, in a closet. Or, yes. Yeah. Which had tons of stuff on it, or you know, clothes piled on it. Uh, so no, I like, get it. Yes, I love that. So it's a great feeling. It is. I'm so it excited. Is. It's. It's. We're getting more games played, different games played, and stuff because of that. It's because it's in my sight. I love that. Yep. Yeah, it's it's fun just to walk down and see all the calyx shelves and all the games there, and you know, even having people over and they get yeah. to see it and stuff. Uh, yeah. It's fun. It's it's yeah. a lot of fun. It, 
provides oh. excitement or even adds uh, uh, interest for other people too. They're like, oh, oh absolutely. You know, like, uh, this looks interesting. I want to play this game. I've had several so, friends and neighbors do that too when they come over and they're like, hey, I hear you play games. Um, I'm like, do you want to see them? <laughs> and open up the door. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, I, I'm a geek. I, I, I'm him? a geek. I go down and I hang out in the, the room, you know, spend 10, 15 <laughs> minutes there if I can in the evening or whatever, be doing something. I'll walk down there. I'll just get, get my uh, ice beverage and and hang out and, and just kind of go oh this is awesome. well i don't think you're alone i think that's a pretty common thing yeah. but yeah. yeah if you don't have it it's it's great to have like a little game area set up for yourself it's it's a lot of fun yeah yeah uh, so really enjoy it. thank well, cool. you Exciting. jamie yeah thank you jamie for coming up with the idea to house my gaming addiction i mean collection um <laughs> in this area and when we remodeled we oh yes awesome love you babe thank you very much <laughs> that's funny well yeah. cool it sounds like you're finally getting like settled settled yes. I mean, once you get your game collection all set up that's basically the sign of of settling in the yeah. new place isn't it yes <laughs> i know it's it's taken a while but uh it's been well worth it it's been well worth awesome. it. awesome well cool well let's go ahead and transition and talk about some games then okay so first game that we played this week is villainous so <gasps> yes. target had some sales this last week where they were doing I think it was it was in conjunction with Prime Day. I, yep. You've been seeing Amazon, not to get on a tangent here, but Amazon and Target been doing this a lot where t if Target has a sale, Amazon has a sale. If Amazon has a sale, Target has a sale. And so Amazon Prime Day was going on. And so Target was doing a, I think it was like $10 off, $50 purchase or $25 off $100. Correct. That is correct. And then on top of it, we have the Target Red Card. Which uh, we 5%. do the debit card, which gives you five percent plus you get free shipping, and then they actually had games that were on sale on top of it. So I ended up picking up Dizzy Villainous Parks, which we were gonna play but haven't got a chance to get to the table. There's more to that story. And what was the third game we got? Uh, I got four games to say. I got Villainous Parks, Apollo. Have you seen Apollo? Oh no, I've heard of it. We'll talk about that here in a yeah. second. And then Back to the Future, A Dice uh, Through Time, I yep. think is what it's called. It's yep. a Target exclusive. Target exclusive, uh, correct. Uh, uh, Back to the Future theme game. And so I got the four of those, and it came out to just over $100 with the discount and everything. It came out to 83 yeah. packs yeah. for those games. And Parks alone, like Parks is it almost impossible to get for under $40. And so I think I got it for like 20 something uh, great deals. Anyway, so one of the games that kind of added on to hit that $100 is Villainous. This is mm -hmm. one of those games that everybody talks about. It seems, uh, I think, what was that last Gen Con? When we, was it Gen Con yep. that we were there? The Villainous expansion came out and like there was a huge line and everybody was geeking out about it. Or I think it was, um, yeah, it was the expansion. Yep. So people yep. were like... A geeking out about it and people are buying the bundles and you could see people walk around with the big villainous boxes with all the expansions and everything like that and so i've heard a lot about it people talked about it i see on social media i see pictures about it and i, I just i want to know what the big deal was because everybody seems to be talking about this game and, and this came out a few years ago and it was a target exclusive i don't think it is anymore but uh, for $20, I was like, hey, why not? So I bought it, and we played it. We played a four-player game of it. And have you played it, Chris? Um, no, this is one that is still in shrink wrap. Oh, um, so you do yeah, own it. I do own it. And the th uh, three, this what I'm looking up real quick. The three expansions, there's two expansions. right? There's two expansions there's, right now. There's three. A third one just and got announced. And there's one that just, just came out. Yep. yep. 
Yeah. Um, and then you have the Marvel villainous, which is a whole standalone thing. Oh, okay. So then that's why I was thinking there was four. Okay. Then that's why yep. I knew the Marvel coming out. Uh, and um, I do not have the, let me see what the, the, but you do have the um, base game. You just right. The perfectly it. wretched. I don't have that expansion yet. But yeah, gotcha. I have the, I have it's, let's see. Okay. I remember them by colors because it's a purple box, a green box, yep. and an orange box. Yep. And the red box and the off burnt orange for the Marvel yep. Um, yep. are the two new ones. <laughs> so yep, yeah, exactly. I got yep. I, no, you're right. Yeah. You're 100% yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's an okay game. I'll just put it at that. I'll, I'll like just all pretenses. It was it was only okay. You've played. Have you played? You've played Munchkin. You oh, yes. played. Yep. Um, what other kind of games like that have you played? Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. So actually, Munchkin is a pretty good example. So Munchkin's this lighthearted, supposed to be kind of thematic. It's funny, but it's one of those games that can just drag. And it's just full of take that. Yeah. And there's not a whole lot of strategy per se. That's what I got with this. Um, oh, yeah? How So how Villainous works, is, if you don't know, is it's a game about playing the villains of the Disney World. And so the base game, I think, comes with six bosses. You got Jafar, and you got Ursula, and you got Maleficent, and then you got um, King John from Robin Hood. Right. And there was one other I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, and these are all the Disney cartoon character Hook. images. Yeah, Captain yes, Hook, yeah. and it's Hook. I played as Captain Hook. Um, and so the idea is you're playing as the villains, and each each person in this game has their own deck of cards and their own fate deck. So it's very asymmetric, actually, and so that each villain plays differently. Each deck of cards, uh, some of them have some different themes or mechanics to them, which is kind of cool. And each villain has its own, like, objective. And that's how you win the game is you have to fill the subjective. And it's very thematic. It's thematic to the movies. Like, Hook, I had to unlock, I had to get the Neverland map. And then I had to get Peter Pan, lure Peter Pan to the Jolly Roger ship. And then wow. I had to defeat Peter Pan. That was my deal. Um, Jafar had to unlock the Cave of Wonders, if that if that's a member of the name of it, and then you had to get the lamp to the to the palace, and then you had to hypnotize the genie, which because that's what happens in in the movie, and that's how Jafar wins. And then Ursula had to get the trident and the crown, and you do it using these contracts and stuff. So very thematic, and that that that's really cool. Very asymmetric, meaning that each person plays differently. Their deck of cards is different. But the core game mechanics are the same. It's just the distribution of those game mechanics are a little different for each character based off their their player board, and that's basically it. On on your turn, it's a really simple game. It's essentially a card game. You move your little pawn, uh, your figure, and you move it to one of the four spaces on your your player board, and it has to be one that you weren't on before. And then there's printed actions on it, and so some of the actions are move an ally, play a card, discard cards, gain power. And you use that power as a currency to play the cards. And that's basically it. You do the actions and it moves on to the next player's turn. The whole time you're playing cards from your hand, you have a fate deck, which other people are... It's basically a take that mechanic that you do to your opponents where one of the actions is you draw their top two fate and then you get to decide it. This is where the heroes come out in the game. And what they do is the heroes come out at the various locations on your game board and there there's items that equip to those heroes again very thematic 
uh, to the the movie or the Disney movie or whatever character you're playing. And it's kind of a take that mechanic where you're trying to fight them off and vanquish them. But that's where like the Peter Pans come from. That's where your genies come from. That's where your tridents and stuff come from. And that's basically the game. And it just keeps going until somebody completes their objective. The, The tricky thing with this game is and what really sullied it for me is that it just comes down to randomness. Everybody's objective revolves around getting certain cards in certain positions, and most and most of them are all, if not all of them, are buried in your decks. And so you have to try to get through your deck to find that card. So in my case, when I was playing, Peter Pan came off right off the top for me. And I got the treasure map right off the top, which are two of my four objectives to win the game. However... Emily, when playing, never saw the crown. She oh yeah, and and one of her fate cards that comes out has them reshuffle her deck. So multiple times she got halfway through their deck, and then somebody got that fate card, and she had to reshuffle her deck. And so she had like zero chance. Well, she had a chance to get it. She just never did. When we finished the game, the crown was like second to bottom when we were playing, and so it's just too random personally with cards yeah there's mechanics to get through your deck like mine i had to try to get through my fate deck to try to get um peter pan out so uh hook has abilities where you can get through your deck to bring out heroes and so there are abilities to do it but here's the thing if you don't get those cards out in the right order right then it is what it is on top of it they're just like most games you can gang up on people and so when we were playing uh, the other people were ganging up on me, and I my fate deck. I went through my fate deck like twice, and I had at one point I had like every hero card out on my board, and all the items that were buffing them out on the board, and I couldn't defeat them all because they were so buffed up, and all my allies that I need to use to fight the heroes off were at the very bottom of my deck, just from random bad luck of shuffling, and so. Most of the game, I could literally do nothing. Even though I got Peter Pan the map out at the very beginning, within the first two turns, I literally couldn't do anything until I got through my whole deck. I kept going and discarding my whole deck just to drop cards. And finally, at the end, I got my allies. I was able to defeat and win the game. But man, the game drug on. It took like, it was like an hour and a half, two hours for four players. The box says 50 minutes to an hour. I, you know, I don't know if that's just because of how, how that all came out, but it was the same thing with one of the other players. One of the other players never found the the lamp for Jafar as it came out. And again, oh, yeah. they had abilities to come out. So that it just felt too random with the card draw, and it felt too take that, that I wasn't really much of a fan of. It It wasn't really fun for me. Now, I'm not a huge Disney fan, and this, this goes kind of back to my theory of Disney and Marvel, because I think we've talked about this before is there is never a bad rated Marvel board game out there. The reason being is the Marvel fans are huge fanboys and will not accurately uh, judge a game. They'll just love it because it's Marvel, even though the game could be mediocre. I, the same thing is with this game, I think. I, you have the Disney fanatics out there that love this because, yes, it's very thematic. You get to play and see all the characters, and, it's, and it kind of comes alive in front of you, but it's not a great game. It's not a bad game. It's just an average game that kind of suffers from some randomness and some take that, that just kind of like Monopoly if somebody's going to get frustrated or get get upset if they get picked on, this game is going to do the exact same thing because you could be one 
turn away from winning and then somebody plays something and now it's going to take another six turns to get out of it because that's what happened and that's what can happen. Uh, so overall, okay game, maybe worth the $20. It probably is going to be one of those games I end up actually selling off, oh. um, but it, it was okay. It wasn't a great game, wasn't a terrible game, just okay. I think if you're a big Disney fan, you would like it. Uh, it does play up to six players, which is kind of nice for families. And it is the easy game. It's not a hard game. You just, I think, uh, chill, kids could play it. They just have to know how right. to read because there's a lot of text on the cards for actions and kind of th- think through it. There's a little strategy to it, and that's about it. So overall, okay, check it out. I guess if that sounds interesting to you, but overall, okay. But I had to say though, the components was the components in this game are really good though. Yeah, like really I agree. decent components. Very nice style. Artwork's great. It's just suffers on gameplay anyway nice that's uh 10 minutes of me rag- not <laughs> ragging on villainous but just that's my honest uh, opinion about villainous no and i can see that that issue with those type of games like this one which there are other games too that's uh when you have individual decks and you have to get certain things out to complete and the the shuffling of your deck and your items are so far down you you don't have enough turns to get to them or mitigations or things like that yep. where people have to reshuffle the decks and and that could make a, a handicap just by the setup of the game um let alone nothing you did wrong or nothing the person yep. did wrong and and when that happens I could see how that gives a, a bad taste in the mouth to that person. That may not happen often, but as what I'm the point I'm getting at is those type of games that have that ability or potential to do that can really um, throw uh, people off the very first time because they're like, "Oh, you got through all your cards, uh, you know." Player Timmy got through his, uh, Jenny got through hers. Mine, I never reached it. I never had a chance to win. So. Right. Yeah, that, that I understand that. I mean, this game I've heard many good things about. Like you said, it's it re, the the IP um, reaches a broad um, a lot of non gamers even, and this would be a good game to kind of get some of those Disney fans mm-hmm. in. Yep. Um, teaching yep. younger kids, like you mentioned, uh, um, and those maybe friends and neighbors or family members who may not um, be the you know, moderate or heavy board gamers kind of bit, but love Disney, but love Disney. Oh yeah, I'll play it. Um, that kind yeah. of bit, especially when we get into the holidays, um, uh, Halloween, things like that, families around, yep. be able to grab yep. somebody in and, oh, I'll play. I know who Jafar is. I know yeah, that kind of bit. Um, those Disney characters, they can relate to them, but then they learn the game. So, um, yeah, I, I'm curious. I, I, Like I said, I've got the base game and two expansions and uh, saw on the, the those um, um, Target um, and Prime specials. Um, I didn't get those. I didn't buy any games. <laughs> oh, um, love to, but uh, I did not get any of the Prime Deal games, things like that. So, um, yeah, I looked into the wretchedly perfect or whatever but we'll see um i'm interested yeah, you should, you, yeah this, you should try it out in the yes. next two weeks so next uh episode when we talk uh I, i'd be curious to see what your feelings are on the game i i would love to see you try it. and then you play it with kids because we just right. played adults yeah so. that's what i was gonna uh, pull in with um lily and you know the isaac Bo, john gabe um if grace or emily are home um, from college and then jamie we'll, we'll grab the kids and get enough of them and uh, see how see how that goes. That is one of them that is on my Halloween list of games to play. Um, I just haven't got to it yet. Yeah, you yep. should definitely. I want to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah, we'll we'll do that. Cool. 
What's a game on your? What's a game that you played? Uh, keeping on the Halloween uh, theme list is Horrified by Ravensburger. Oh um, yeah, this is a, another Target yes, exclusive. This was a, a Target while. exclusive initially. I don't know if it's out. I'm pretty sure it's out on. It is. Yeah, I know it's out on Amazon and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yep. that's right. Um, and it's only like a twenty six dollar game on Amazon. I checked right before getting on with you. It's twenty six dollars yeah. Prime shipped. Um, but this is one I heard uh, came out last year. Is on Halloween game. And just on many people's lists, I looked at. Um, um, oh, everybody! Like I've never heard it. a bad thing about right, this game. Right, right. Yeah, it's a 2019 game by Ravensburger. Uh, it's a co-op. Um, it's actually one to five players. Um, I have not played this solo oh. yet. I want to check that out. But basically, it's like I said, it's a co-op game where you play heroes of this town that is just um, unfortunately uh, haunted by uh, numerous. Um, uh, monsters. I mean, the the monsters are like cre- all the yes, big ones. The big ones from the movies: creature from the Black Lagoon, Dracula, Frankenstein, and the Bride. And there's a little disclaimer in the book. It talks about okay, we know Frankenstein is the creator that, um, and the, it's Frankenstein's the monster. Is yeah. But uh, there's a little note saying it's you know Frankenstein is actually the name of the scientist who created these monsters. However, sure. with so many monsters plaguing their village, the villagers have come to refer their particular monster as just Frankenstein and the Bride. <laughs> So I appreciate their, yeah. I appreciate them doing yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. That is a pet peeve of exactly. Mine. People don't realize that. Yeah. And yeah. the invisible man's in it, the mummy and the wolf man. So basically, nice. yeah, you play these heroes and the, um, the setup is, is you randomly draw a hero and there's a, a game board that has like the piction of the town and you guys have to band together to defeat the monsters. And basically, um, your players lose when uh, when they reach any uh, one. Uh, they immediately lose when one of two uh, game conditions end. And basically, is there, there's a terror meter that um, uh, the terror level increases every time a hero is defeated. And if it gets to a certain point, oh. then the terror it's all the whole town's too terrorized, or uh, you run out of time. There's um, there's uh, each turn you draw a, a card from the monster deck. And, um, once, uh, it, when it, if it takes too long you, you, um, in the game, there's a game, uh, uh what am I wanting to say? Uh, an end conditioning with the cards and the monster cards that if you take too long, um, the game, like pandemic. exactly, exactly. And that's what, honestly, um, this is a co-op game and this is a game that's, um, when I was reading up on it and reading some, uh, board game geek and things, they, they talked about and compared it to to pandemic and uh the thing on the it is is it's it's not as strategic and um for some people the high points is is that it wasn't overwhelming the first couple times of playing as pandemic can be um it is most co-ops yes, yeah yes, where it yep. can be feel like it's super hard yeah, or yeah, something pandemic like that. is yeah. really until you get the game flow and figure things out it can be very overwhelming with people not knowing what to do um also they talked about um this is more tactical than strategy a strategic compared to pandemic. Um, some people rated it. It's, you know, Forbidden Desert was, uh, which is another cooperative game that we like. Um, it's kind of in between Forbidden Desert and um, Pandemic of of those tactical versus strategic type stuff. Um, but it's, it's um, I like it. Uh, I like the the movie horror. It, it, it's an homage back to the classic uh, black and white uh, monster movies uh, of 
of the uh, the older older era, the golden age. Is that what it is? Um, mm-hmm. It's yeah. like the the uh, what are the universal yes, monsters? Universal that monsters. That's exactly. Yep. Yep. The, yep. And so it's very thematic in that point, and I I I, I like it. It's a fun game. I want to get some more plays in. I want to try it uh, single. So the next time, what I'll do is I'll, I'll play with the kids with um, Villainous and and Jamie. And then uh, see about playing uh, more of this in different modes and the, the solo play versus this and, and kind of report back in the next couple of weeks um, when we get closer to Halloween. But I've heard good things about it. I like it. Uh, the components are really cool. Um, the board. Yeah, they do kind of. There's yep. like little plastic yep. miniature guys in the shape of each of the monsters. Yeah. The cards are nice. Comes with a game bag. Art is really good. Um, basically again, the, the map or the board is a map of the town with, um, uh, points of interest, buildings, things like that throughout. And you, you move around the town trying to, you know, do things, accomplish your missions of defeating yep. these monsters before, before the terror level gets too high or, or you run out of time. So I like it. Um, I've, uh, like I said, heard good things about it. Um, I personally uh, enjoy it and would recommend it. Um, to others, uh, readily available. I mean, it's a, it's a game with of this quality and stuff under thirty bucks. Oh my, shipped. Um, that's a, a no brainer to me to add, um, especially at this time of the year with Halloween and getting into that feel of of uh, playing the horror type games. I like it. Um, highly recommend it. Give it a thumbs up regarding Horrified by Ravensburger. Awesome. Yeah, I, I I'll be interesting to try this out myself. Uh, again, I've only heard really good things about it, so. Um, be curious to try it myself. Yeah, I want to get more plays. Very cool. Um, any other games uh, that you played for the last two weeks? Um, that's that's one of note. Uh, we played some other games we've talked about and uh, uh, new games. Um, this would this would be it. Um, like okay. I said, I'm I'm trying to get uh, some more gameplay, especially some solo stuff. But I'll, I'll report back more later on that. Uh, work has been just yeah, uh, dramatic. It. It's yeah, we've had some issues and, or not issues, just some things, projects that come up that I'm I I go to work. Um, uh, which I mean, I go down to my office and and uh, <laughs> dial in remotely, and then yeah. go to football practice and come back at football practice at six thirty yeah. night and get a couple more hours of work in, and then uh, you know rinse and repeat. <laughs> That's yeah. been my last week, so uh, I still got to work this weekend even. So yeah, it's been busy I times. It. Yeah, I, I haven't been feeling well. I don't know if you could tell in the last yeah. week's episode, but I kind of had some sickness there and actually got tested for COVID, which is very unpleasant, let me uh, tell you. They shove up both nostrils? Or just oh, one? yeah. <laughs> no, both. And it's way yeah. up there. Oh, yeah. it, it's not too bad when they get it up there, and then they start to spin it. The well, spinning is what gets you. Yeah, that's the collection of the, <laughs> the, the microbes. That's what they have to do. Oh, <laughs> they man. shove it this. Did co- yeah. it, it did come back negative, but, okay. man, whatever I got sick with... I was so fatigued yeah, and like congested. Well, it was like a really, really bad cold. And I just, yeah it, yeah, it was a bad week. So a lot of nights I'd come down and I'm just like tired yeah. as could be. So I didn't get a whole lot of games in. We were, we did, um, we were going to play Jaws after yes. playing, excuse me, we were going to play Jaws after playing Villainous, but then that Villainous game took over two hours. Oh, and wow. so then it got too late to play. Yeah. Um, so we were going to play that, but I did learn all the rules for Jaws. 
and I really want to play this. Have you? Do you have? This I have this um, still in shrink wrap. Haven't opened it up. Well, actually, excuse me, it's not in shrink wrap. This is the one that has those little they stickers. Yes, exactly yeah, on the yeah, side. All yeah. tart. Those yep. tar- yep. Robinsburger. Yep. Robinsburgers really target. jumped on that bandwagon. So yeah. let's do this. Let's plan it. Um, so if you play it, um, I'll make sure I'll play it, and then we can talk about it kind of in depth, maybe. Okay. That I, yeah. I, this is a game I've heard so much good things about. Another, another co-op type game, which I like co-op games. Yeah, it's um, like a one versus many. Yeah, it is one, one person plays many. a shark, Correct. and then Correct. Uh, yes. it's interesting because <laughs> I want to play like, the shark. <laughs> there, it's an interesting game because there's yeah. diff- there's like two acts to the game. The yes. first act you're trying to collect resources, and depending on well or bad you do as the humans or shark determines how bad the confrontation is and you flip the board over and the other board is literally the boat and the humans are trying to like kill the yeah the shark and the sharks are on oh my gosh this is so thematic i've heard very good things about it um i've heard other podcasters talk about it Uh, it is one that i really wanted to play so i bought it um and uh just this last year, of course, you know, moving, boxing, all this kind of stuff, pulled it out uh, just a couple of weeks ago to uh, get games in the, this library. And I'm like, oh, yes. So this is, I'm geeked about this one. I've heard so many, th- I just remember watching the movies, all Jaws 1, 2, and 3, and the dun 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 dun, and just all the memories that go along with this IP. Uh, yeah. and, and it's, it is supposed to be a good game too, as well. Um, but yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm really geeked about this. Yeah, I'm looking forward yeah. to it. So I, I did learn that, read all the rules, and got it all punched out and ready to go, and we never played it. But yeah. we did get another Kickstarter in this week. <gasps> oh, uh, yeah. So I got the Of the West Kingdom Kickstarter got fulfilled. So we got Artisans of the West Kingdom, which is the third installment mm-hmm. of the of the West Kingdom. Future Brian here. I haven't had to do one of these in a while, but want to correct myself, and this is actually Viscount's of the West Kingdom, which is the newest game in the series of the West Kingdom games. The Artisans, what I was thinking about, is actually Age of Artisans, which is an expansion to Architects of the West Kingdom. I mean, it's not confusing whatsoever. I just wanted to correct myself, so if you want to look it up, you know what you can look for. All right, I'm going to go ahead and send it back to our past selves. I know a few weeks ago, Emily and I have talked about Architects of the West Kingdom. Well, a lot of that Kickstarter is I added on Paladins of the Kicks of the Paladins of the Kickstarter, uh, Paladins of the West Kingdom, because Paladins of the West Kingdom is really highly rated as well, and it's just like out of stock everywhere. In fact, Paladins of the West Kingdom and Architects of, of the West mm-hmm. Kingdom are both top fifty games on Board Game Geek, which is kind of crazy, right? Um, maybe they're top one hundred. They're definitely... They're, oh, yeah. They're good. Yeah, they're top 100. Architects <laughs> yep. is 79 and Paladins is 84. So really looking forward to getting Paladins on the table. And additionally, with the Kickstarter, we got a thing called Tome Saga. So what Tome Saga is, is a co- um, it's a campaign through all three of the games. So you play through Architects, paladins and artisans and it's a campaign you play through all three of the games which is kind of really unique it also adds cooperative modes for all three of the games so you can actually play co-op uh together like two-player co-op in each of the three games so really looking forward to pulling those out and trying all those kind of configurations and uh yeah pretty excited about that so i think that's what emily and i are going to get on the table for next week is those of the west kingdom games also want to get Parks on the table. I don't know if you've heard of Parks before. I've heard of it, but I do not know much about it. Um, you talked about it earlier in the podcast, but in- enlighten me. 
Yeah, so it's a it's not trekking through the national parks, not to get that confused. It's just called parks, but it is going through the national parks where you're a hiker and you're going through these parks and they're represented by cards. And so it's kind of some uh, drafting, some set collection where you get points and stuff as you go through there. And that's about all I know for the most part, other than I know it's a really highly rated game and people really, really like it. So I, Emily really wanted to play this one. This has been on her radar for a while. It's like a, it's rated 7.9 on BGG, yeah. 24th in family. So this is a top 25 family game and uh, really looking forward to it. Just the the artwork in this game is just absolutely gorgeous. Nice. Uh, it's one of those games that, yeah. Where the cards is ninety five percent just a picture of a national park, and then there's like an inch where it's just the stuff that you actually do on it. So uh, check it out. But we'll be playing that and talking about that next week. So fun, yeah. Looking forward to it. Any games that are on your radar other than uh, trying to get villainous? Uh, villainous, um, more horrified. Um, I, I'm still sticking with the Halloween uh, and horror type. So I've got uh, All Manner of Evil, um, which I've got. Um, it was a card game I backed um, a while ago. I want to get more play of that. Tower of Madness, I want to introduce uh, to the kids. Oh, that's a fun game. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got I've got a list. Actually, I got a shelf <laughs> of some <laughs> Halloween games. So there's I'm pulling some of those off and... Um, um, yeah, looking to introduce those to the kids. So I should have more Halloween games um, uh, played um, to speak about by the next time uh, we uh, we record. So Yeah, because uh, when we record, it'll be Halloween. Yes. Yes, it should. Ish. Yep. I mean, right yeah. before it. But yep, yeah. absolutely. Good deal. Yeah. All right. Well, we're about 43 minutes and odd seconds after editing or so i don't know we'll see it's kind of slowed down for kickstarter wise um i haven't heard too much uh i haven't seen any big ones that have piqued my interest uh i may have missed a few but um trying to see i haven't heard much of any games coming out yet um or or really news in the industry so i've been i've been off a little so well, there's the cartographer's heroes uh standalone game the roll and write oh yeah uh, so that's out. That has five days to go. Well, when this came comes out, it'll be just a, uh, three just, days yep. to go. And then uh, Dinosaur World just wrapped oh, up. Oh, yes. Yep. And it comes with a roll and write called Rar and Right. <laughs> Rar and Right. Nice. Yeah. Love I the know. plays. Love the puns. Uh, so that, that just finished. So we backed that. Yeah. I, I might saved. I don't really have any other ones at this moment, to be honest. Yeah, not much. Which is good. Right. Which is I was really going to say that saves some money for the holiday season. Um, no, yeah. No kidding. Black Friday's coming. Yes. Up. I haven't I haven't backed any Kickstarters for a while here and just saving up exactly. I haven't talked to Jamie about any Black Friday game specials yet, but I haven't heard anything other than, like you said, that Prime Day the other day and uh, um, Target had matched it. So I got a feeling those two guys will have... Um, more Black Friday specials of similar, oh, of similar to, so yep, yeah, for sure. So, well, I'm well, saving my stuff for uh, later November. Well, we'll have to do we'll we'll have to do a uh, a holiday special. Uh, yeah, I don't know when we'll do it. We'll have to do it before Black Friday. When's what yes. is it? First third? Uh, is it the twentieth? Is Black Friday? The Black Friday would be the twenty seventh. Then the Friday the twenty seventh. Yep. 
Yep. So yep. Uh, we'll have to do a holiday special before that. I'm thinking maybe the week of Thanksgiving that comes out, maybe the week before. So we'll we'll do a little planning on our side, but we'll yeah. release a holiday special. I think we did that last yes, year. It was like did. a gift buying by yep. guide, and that was actually one of our more popular episodes, and it was a lot of fun to put yeah, together. Yeah, so a lot of fun. I'll just start maybe thinking and start putting those lists together because it take it's hard to do. It's really hard to put those lists together. <laughs> it takes a, it takes effort. It takes a lot of thought. And I'm by sorry. hard, I mean it's it's hard to try to say this game's better than this game kind of lists. Or hey, what's your favorite five five right. family games? That's tough. Well, yeah, yeah. It it is what it is, and sometimes you have to make those. If if you force yourself to rank them that way. You, you can do it. You've got to go with it because, you know, you a week later, a week later, it's may change a month later. Yeah. It may change the next year. It'll change. So, uh, just getting those lists. I, I always love l- listening to people and taking what they, um, say and then doing research into what, uh, what. Oh yeah. 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 So yeah, I wouldn't, hopefully nobody takes us just on blind <laughs> to just buy stuff that we talk about and hopefully you're checking out. So yeah. yeah, if if you, if you think uh game's interesting or hear something, we always encourage you to go to boardgamegeek.com, uh, check it out, Google it, look at pictures, playthroughs, videos. There's tons of people that do stuff and, and chances are that should give you enough information to kind of see if it's for you or not. So Absolutely. yeah, don't blindly buy something just because we like it. Um, cause yeah. All right. Well, cool. Well, thanks, Chris, for yes, joining me. Thank you. Um, it's been a busy week, but it was nice to chat and talk about some games. Hopefully, it'll be fun to talk about next time about some of these games that we played and talked about. So, looking forward to doing that. Fun. Fun times. All right. Well, we thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. This was episode 76 of the games we play. Until next time, for episode 77, I am Brian. And I am Chris. And keep on gaming. Join the conversation and feel free to give us your feedback. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at GamesWePlayPod and at GamesWePlayPod at gmail.com.